Yo, 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 welcome to the Brazy Bunch Podcast. It's your boy Moose Mancino. And uh, Stefan Don and Jada Kingdom, I got a way we can squash this beef. Just hit my DM for the details, and uh, I'll let y'all know. <laughs> did you always know Jada Kingdom make music? Uh, no, I did not. I ain't gonna lie to you. Okay. I didn't know she was Jamaican it? either. Is she Jamaican? <laughs> yeah, I guess so. She has to be. The way she was talking and <laughs> some of them posts she was making, I don't know what she was saying. We got my nigga C's in the building. Did you miss my voice? I know you did. Feels good to be back, man. Been a minute since we got some pie, and I know they thought we left. Hey, man, three weeks off, man. People didn't hear us. People wasn't informed. They was just going up through life all willy-nilly. Just, you know, not aware of what was going on, bro. Man, it's like when uh, LaMarcus Aldridge fake retired. <clears throat> he said he could have died on the floor, man. We got to give him props for retiring. Nobody wants to see that. Nah, but he came back, so he must want us to see it. <laughs> Imagine a Christmas game, man. They get just down the floor, bro. Hey, man, I'll be wrong. They ruined all the Christmases. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, they had to promo the game after that, and we got the Warriors. <laughs> the they just gotta keep it going. <laughs> <laughs> Oh shit, we got my nigga Dota in the building. Yes, sir, it's your boy Donny, man. It's good to be back. Good to be back, man. Yeah, man. How you doing, man? Long yeah, a lot of time passed. Missed some, missed some big milestones. Uh, which I, which I get into for the Christmas. We ain't got to spend too much time with the, with the post recap, but let the people know what we got into. Christmas was chill. I didn't really do much. Um. My mom was out of town. Most of my family was out of town, so I kind of just had a chill Christmas watching the games. Uh, Christmas Eve was chill. Uh, hung with my dad's side, but other than that, it was it was chill on that end. And, uh, damn, what else happened? New Year's were chill. Then the, oh, next couple of days, went to North Carolina. That was decent. You know, got to spend time in the South. Experience how they do things. You um, said you took a picture on the uh, on the roof of that J Cole house. No, I saw Forest. I saw Forest Hill Drive Street though. I, I, I think it was like Forest Hill Avenue or some shit. I was like, damn, I should, I should take a picture. Hey, I pray you never do that. Though. If I ever see you on the roof of J Cole house, do you know how <laughs> what it would take for me to get on that roof, bro? Niggas, hey yo. <laughs> Get the fuck down, boy. <laughs> hey, nigga. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was decent. Food was good. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it, it was you good times. You had some times. Bojangles? Did have Bojangles. Cracking. I always loved some Bojangles. Had some um, cookout, of course. Mm. Uh, uh, had Zaxby's. Zaxby's, man. You know, it wasn't my first time having Zaxby's, but this time I wasn't really fiddling it like that. But Zaxby's is K's with more options. Yeah, it, it is. <laughs> and, and, and I think that's why I liked it, because, you know what I'm saying, you could get the strips with the sauce on it. You could get some wings. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it was it, it was just all right. But everything else was good. Got some uh, good North Carolina barbecue. You know, it was, it was, it was a solid time. Up. Yeah, yeah. And then. Pretty much, we stayed out there till uh, New Year's Eve, so came back, just chilled the rest of the night. Yeah, that was my vacation. 
Damn, salute, man. I'm glad you had a good time out there. Uh, I was traveling around, man. I, I feel like in the last three weeks, I didn't been to fucking Chicago, Dallas, uh, Houston, and back and forth. Um, you know, out there with family for the last uh, last week and two weeks before this, I want to say. Yeah, two weeks before this. Um, I spent some time in Dallas for the holiday, too, on, on actual Christmas. Came to Dallas, spent some time. And uh, spent some time with family out there, came back home, and then had to go right back to Chicago. So I've been on the move. Um, was able to get together with y'all this weekend, so that was a good thing. Had yes, some good time. Uh, definitely tired. Got home. I, I pulled it. That was my first all night I didn't pull it in like a little while, bro. And yesterday I paid for that shit, bro. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying. Damn, you got it. When did you get in? I got in around like 9, 9.15. Um. Well, I made it home like at nine fifteen. I got in um, Houston at like eight thirty, eight forty five. I would have so, passed out, boy. It's over. <laughs> it's over. Uh, had a you know, it was up and down break. Um, you know, definitely some things happened. Um, but we'll talk about it later. Um, we we good, man. We 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 solid. Everything mm. go. What about you? Yeah. Uh, it was calm. Christmas Eve or Christmas Day. It was come chill. Uh, parents, sister came over, something like did a little games on the 26th. Uh, went to Atlanta for the Peach Bowl. We were down there, linked up with Dave, saw Shy, saw Jamila. Hey. So that was dope. Mm. Got back like New Year's Eve, did a little dinner, came back to the crib. Other than that, it's been chill. Like I said, we had the proper Lincoln drink this weekend for all the dogs, man. I hadn't done that in a good minute. So it's always special man. when you get the fellas together, man. That's, Niggas, niggas had a, like an imaginary topic docket. We just going through all the life, all the life topics. Oh, good vibes. <laughs> it's never really, it's never really that many times we can really get together with your guys, and it's just like, all right, man, what we got to catch up on? Yeah, because like y'all can talk, but it's like you ain't really catching up until you get some time and space to like really catch up. So we be needing, them. we be needing the moments. Yeah, that was a pod in itself, bro. That that was a crazy <laughs> pod, though. That's like a 1,000th anniversary pod with niggas. <laughs> we can't release that pod, bro. <laughs> that's the grand finale. <laughs> yeah, for real, that's the grand <laughs> We out of there after that one. Oh, man. Yeah, but it was a good time, man. It's always good. For, uh, it was good to end on that note, like a positive note, so. Uh, sure. Yeah, man. Everything was uh, it's pretty solid. I guess we'll hop into these these topics. I mean, seems like we got a lot to talk about, a lot to catch up on about. So, um, unless niggas got something else to talk about, get ready. Get <laughs> no, man, we got a lot to catch yeah. up on. So we gonna hit on a little bit of everything. All right, man. Where we starting? You know, we got to start with Cat Williams. Man. I know we were gone when it happened, but it it, it was too crazy to to not go back on. Cat Williams on Club Shay Shay, and he has some words for Cedric Entertainer, Steve Harvey, Michael Blackson, Ludacris. Uh, what do he say? The Illuminati offered him a ugly light skinned woman for twenty million dollars. <laughs> what do we begin with? This I know Ludacris responded with a freestyle that I'm unfortunate we had to hear, but. Who do we start first? I think we 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 start by putting a percentage on what percent you think this shit was true. 
of what all he was saying, everything he detailed from the comedians he did to the situations he was in with like the Harvey Weinstein shit and the Illuminati. Mm-hmm. Like what percent of the shit that he was saying do y'all believe is true? I'm a, I'm a go 30, I'm going to go with 30, 30%. 30%. 30%. Okay. Sure. That's a good number. Cause I was, was going to go like, but 25. Yeah, but it, it, wait, wait, you believe 20, 25? A good 25%. Yeah, maybe. I was going to go with like 65. I can't. I, I can't. He was doing you some heavy lying in that bitch, bro. All right, he was doing right, some professional lying. Do you do not believe Steve Harvey ever wanted to be a movie star? I believe that. I believe that. Part. And you believe he's not a movie star because he's a, uh, as he said, a country, country bumpkin. <laughs> <laughs> um, I can't say that. I think Steve just don't have movie star like the it factor. Like if you if you look at like the other comedians, like who, what comedians are real movie stars? You got Martin Lawrence, you got Chris Rock, May, uh, Iffy, Borderline, um, yeah. Eddie Murphy. Like it's hard to become like a comedic superstar off stand up, like just being a, a stand up a comedian. Cedric mm-hmm. Entertainer not really a movie star, but he became a entity like he's he got a show on like NBC and uh he was on Steve Harvey's show and shit like that but he's not a movie star mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Steve Harvey is an entity he's on like got a, like a million shows mm-hmm. <sighs> but even Mike Epps isn't a movie star but we see Mike Epps in a lot more movies than we see Steve Harvey in mm. yeah <sighs> But we still see Steve Harvey in movies, though. Like he, he got the "You Got Served." He got the "Love Don't, uh, don't Cost a Thing." So he got the, the movie, like the uh, cookout or whatever. The, like, like, like Roscoe over, Jenkins was he in that? Yeah, all those movies have come out for like twenty years ago, though. That's what I'm saying. I think it's just his time has passed. Like he's not gonna be in movies now. Like his his comedy isn't relevant to the new generation like that. But when he when it was his time, I think he he wasn't the star, the focus of the movie, but. He hit that at him in just on some comedic relief type shit. Yeah, I, th- I think maybe he just can't act for real. And that could be a thing too. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I, oh, I, I see what you're saying about that though. But what else would you would you say he not lying about or that he was telling the truth about? I, so that was the one for sure. I, I do, I do, <laughs> I don't want to say I do really feel like he was maybe offered uh, twenty million, but for the for with the light skinned woman. <laughs> Nigga, ain't no way you do that shit. <laughs> ain't no ain't way no you turn way. it down. <laughs> you ain't turn that shit down. Come on, man. Like, but I, I, I guess I, uh, I do believe, like they said, he do go around and like pass out random money to give, give random money to people. Oh yeah, and I mean that's I, I big him up for that. Like that, that's dope. Um, that he he does that. Um. Because it's it's been multi uh, multiple comedians that said that like Dion Cole came out and a couple other comedians that said that and that's why I'm giving him like twenty five percent like some of the shit that he's saying and even like the shit where he dissing certain comedians or whatever they do he's not lying but 
some of that shit was just so absurd. It's just like, all right, cat. Like they, the Illuminati bringing you and Luda in because y'all both got pointy. Uh, what did he say? Pointy. Uh, oh, the cyber shit called cybers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, what the fuck are you talking about, bro? I, I didn't understand Shannon's question. Was there rumors that he's related to Luda? I don't think no. I ever. Why did Shannon yeah, ask? I, I don't know. <laughs> Shannon <laughs> asked a weird question sometimes. Like, Are you related to Ludacris? I'm like, wait, what? What's he that, talking yeah. about? <laughs> if, we, if that was real, we would have known by now. Do Do you think Steve Harvey stole Mark Curry jokes and whole kind of swag? That's something I didn't even yeah. realize. I didn't even realize uh, he took uh, that show because it is the same show. But it never registered yeah, to me. It never <laughs> registered to me. That's the exact same show. Yeah. Yeah. And I saw the video of the joke he took. But I'm I'm getting kind of tired of the joke still and shit because I feel like a lot of comedians still jokes. Like they pointed to the the joke that uh who took Bernie's took from the little kid, the little nine year old kid. Like it, it happens, bro. Like it just might be as long as you don't steal it like word for word. If you got a different little iteration of the joke, it's gonna happen, bro. Like I don't know. Uh, some of that shit just came off as hating to me. Uh, but I was just shocked at how many people didn't know that Steve Harvey had a toupee on during the Steve Harvey uh, show days. Like I thought that was a well known fact. Yeah, I thought we exposed that a minute ago. I mean, I guess it did word on that that year. Because even then, I think it was still like it was confirmed rumor, but it was somewhat still a rumor. No, okay. Wait, no, but what a cat call it? I forgot what he called it though. A man unit. Yeah. A man unit. <laughs> I think calling it that is even crazy. <laughs> I think we're the man unit. <laughs> yeah, but salute to Shannon, man. That's thirty-four million. One of the highest, uh, most watched interviews Shit, of at, all time. It's at like forty-five million now. I think it was like oh, was 40, 45. I think it was at 42 million a couple of days ago. Damn. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, definitely over all the Breakfast Club interviews. Uh, I'm not using that to shit on them. I'm just using that like as a benchmark, like because they had some classic moments. Um, You just never know when that shit going to spark off. Like, <laughs> And it, it sucks that it feels like we thrive off negativity. Mm-hmm. Um, But I mean, people want to see what he was talking about. That's pretty much what it was. <sighs> All right, it's, let's be real. It, do people not like Steve Harvey? I think it's an yeah. unspoken. Uh, it's not that people don't like him. How how can you explain it? Because I don't know. Because I don't think people would see it as thriving off negativity. It's more if you know when people like everybody gets somebody gets at the person everybody doesn't like. Mm-hmm. It's this is kind of that, and like Cat Williams is like the perfect person to do it. Yeah, I think it's a perfect storm too, because I think it's an unspoken beef with uh Kevin Hart too. Oh yeah, that's that's huge. <laughs> yeah. Like we it, fuck with Kevin Hart, but it, there are times and I think I said something a couple couple weeks ago about the shit. Like when he does his like whole corporate being a brand thing, well I get tired of that shit. Mm. And I'm not saying I watch this to like hear Cat Williams shit on Kevin Hart because I wish it wasn't that beef. I wish we can celebrate all the black comedians who all have put in work and like put classic shit into the game. Um, but I think that sometimes people's curiosity just to hear that sometimes overtakes, you know, overtakes everything. And um, I think that's why this was watched the way it was. 
People dislike, I think people dislike Kevin Hart and Steve Harvey the same amount. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't think you'll ever get like a mass like, fuck them, but people feel like that. I don't understand the the Steve Harvey things because I'm trying to point to why you would like, I understand the Kevin Hart thing. I think it's more fatigue with Kevin Hart. Mm -hmm. How Kevin Hart carries himself makes you at some point, you get tired of Kevin Hart. I can see that. But what what is it with Steve though? Like, cause it's um, no fatigue with Steve. Uh, like, it ain't think ain't like, like a man, everywhere. act like a lady. That's that's number one. <laughs> I, th- I think it was, <laughs> I think I think it was the talk show though. He was getting some wild shit off when he had that talk show, man. Remember he okay. was he I had Monique on there. He was <laughs> he was doing a lot of uh, I don't want to say cooning, but it it borderline that. Okay. Yeah, and uh, it, some people think that Steve Harvey do a lot of grandstanding. Like, I don't know if y'all know that. Uh, y'all know the meme that the the lady sitting on the couch she's like, oh, <laughs> that's from uh, <laughs> listening to Steve Harvey on a versus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you know you get tired of people like that sometimes, but I don't have a big problem with Steve Harvey, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, I don't know, but. Uh, overall, what y'all think? Y'all got like any overall thoughts on the interview, or you know how it was conducted, or uh, anything I like that? I think it was. I think it was the best way. You, Cat Williams, was on the roll, so you just let him let him keep going. Yeah, you can't just prepare out of for his that. Way. You can't yeah. prepare for how he approached that shit. I would just have to, you know, let it go. I think Shannon handled it, you know, well. I, I feel like a couple of times I wish he would have followed up on some things, but yeah. That's that's yes. every one of his interviews. To be honest, yeah. Mm. Well, I mean, what do y'all feel about the Ricky Smiley shit though? Because I don't know if y'all saw the Ricky Smiley video afterwards where he was responding. I, he was like making some coffee, and he just like went out to the left and started breaking down, crying. Some, something's up. <laughs> what? The yeah, that, hell that's, is that's honestly, whatever, what he said about Ricky Smiley. That's true too. So add that in my sixty-five percent. <laughs> Where, what is that video for? I hope that video wasn't like a response to anything. Or I don't know. I'm 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 confused because I I think he was on live and he was like making coffee and I think he was going to respond and I think his emotions just took over him. Man. Which I I, I mean he, his son just passed away, so I, I you just never know what type of mental state somebody in is in when that happens. But yeah, I I don't know, man. Nigga, click off the live and go do what you gotta do. <laughs> the fuck is you doing? <laughs> Nigga crying uh, in the background. Fuck out of here. And don't listen to Before up. we jump, before we jump, I had two questions. How do y'all feel about him talking about the dress in Hollywood? Like we were talking about Brandon T. Jackson? You think that's, yeah, that has any validity? That's a good point. That's a good point. Cause I kind of wanted to speak on this in another in another uh way. Um But I think it 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 brings up a big uh, point of like how black men have to be hyper masculine. Cause somebody made like a, a slideshow of all the white actors that have been in dresses from like Miss Doubtfire to Sylvester Stallone and all that shit. And nobody ever, we never have this big grand scheme of oh white actors are trying to push the agenda to uh, demasculize white men. We never have that conversation. But anytime a black comedian or a black actor gets an address, it's like this whole big agenda where they're trying to demasculize black men. Mm-hmm. It just, it's not a thing, bro. 
we don't have to be super uh sensitive to the fact that sometimes it's just for cheap laughs uh, outside of I guess you could say Mrs. Doubtfire in any Medea movie like the early 2000s. Has a man in a dress ever been funny? It's never been funny or to Big me. Or Big Mama's house, I guess. Has it ever actually been like, this is actually like, this adds to the comedy? I think it always, I, I mean, you got to think of the era that was used. I think it always worked or it would have stopped being used. You see how like little it's used today. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I never got the funniness off of it. Yeah, maybe as a maybe as maybe for I mean, like y'all kids. laughed at Big Mama's house. Yeah, I never at laughed Scrooge. at Big. I hate that movie. <laughs> <laughs> I hated that fucking movie, man. I don't think I watched that shit. I probably watched that shit once in my whole life. Did you laugh at Norbit? <sighs> no, <laughs> Norbit was horrible, dog. <laughs> And I saw that shit in theaters. <laughs> you laughed at Madea, though, bro. I never, no, I've never laughed at Madea, bro. I'm not laughing. That shit ain't funny to me. I was forced to see them bullshit movies, dog. No, yeah, hell honestly, no. in the early Dallas, Madea was only only funny to like uh, black black men and black women like over forty five. <laughs> maybe, maybe, I mean, maybe it's funny for women. Maybe, maybe women find it funny because it's it's like. You don't see it a lot. It can be funny. I don't know, bro. I I feel like we we looking at it with today's lenses. Like I think that the general public found Medea, Big Mama's House, and others, uh, Miss Doubtfire, just the shenanigans of a man trying to be a woman funny to a certain extent. Um, not no, saying it was so- overall <laughs> funny, but it was just like little tidbits of what they would do in their activity, like funny, because it was uncomfortable. It was just like not really uncomfortable, but it was like men don't know how to be women, and like the little shit that they would do, like Martin having his dress tucked into his drawers or something like that. It's just stupid shit they would they would find funny. Mm. I, all right, then I need them to reboot Mrs. Doubtfire, but have him get caught. No, it would be transphobic. <laughs> I, I need to see how, what happens in the script where he gets caught dressing up as a nanny woman to, to watch his kids. Yeah, he can't do that now. <laughs> nah. <laughs> oh, you trying to... <laughs> you trying to present as trans and you're not really trans? Oh, uh, no. Niggas are getting about to pay now, uh, yeah. <laughs> My second question was, who would win in a 40 between Cat and Donut? Because we saw the video of... Cat said he could run a 4-3-40. And then we saw the vid at a, at a four four seven. He was low key moving. Give me, give me two months. I could beat him though. <laughs> give me two more months. I swear I could beat him. But that nigga, he was he was zooming. Even though that's not a forty. <laughs> and then no, it was no it's way. Like thirty. <laughs> it's like thirty yards. <laughs> like look at it, and there ain't no way. I still don't believe that was a what was it a four four he did on that four 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 seven yeah on that thirty he ain't do yeah. that he ain't do that. <laughs> the nigga was, Shannon was like, nigga, <laughs> you ain't doing no four four. So, he said sub. <laughs> he said sub four four three. Yeah. Cat Williams, man. Uh I love Cat Williams for what he provided to the game. Like no matter how he acts or what he do does now, you can't take away shit like Alligator Man from Atlanta. His stand-ups when they were coming out. Mm-hmm. Uh, Money Mike and Friday at the next, but 
that being said about him, you have to add that context for all the comedians he was talking about. Everybody he named added something to the game. Um, and so I, I'll take it for the entertainment value, the interview for the entertainment value provided, but I'm not looking f- more deeper into it than that. I'm not going to shit on Kevin Hart um, for for the shit the cat was saying or Steve Harvey or Cedric and shit like that. I, I'm just going to leave it where it is. Um, yeah. Would you would you tell would you tell the cues to have that same grace with Drewski? Mm. These niggas, man. Mm. And you knew what's gonna happen. As soon as you saw it the first time, you had to know like he's gonna get some response. Yeah, so you want to tell what happened before we before we start talking? Oh man, this week y'all y'all favorite uh, internet comedian Drewski <laughs> he uh, put out a new skit. You know how you know how he likes to dress up as an old head. Show you how, what they like to act like. Um, this time he uh, was doing some cue barks, throwing up half of a rake, and his comments got filled with threats. He was told to respond, or the, his brothers wouldn't like it. He was told that this isn't an option; it's a demand. I feel like yeah. he's just not safe on any campus. Yeah, uh, I think it started off with, you know, one of the cues saying he was perping. Like, they put him on perp perp watch or whatever. I didn't know that was an actual thing, but they have, like, an actual uh, national alert system where, like, if somebody is perpetrating, uh, which means, like, acting like a cue when they, they haven't pledged cue or uh, cross cue or whatever. I don't know the terminology. Um, they put him on perp watch and <laughs> include, like, a photo of, of them. <laughs> um... I'm getting tired of that, man. Like, I, I respect the the fraternity and sorority culture that we have in Black America. I think it's a cool thing to have. Um, but I don't like when niggas move like gangs, bro. Mm. Do you? Okay. Since you say that, one of they, I guess they sent one of their representatives to give a response. <clears throat> you want to hear him out first before? Yeah, I mean, yeah, we can hear it. Yeah, I want to hear bro out. Lewski, Drewski, whoever your name is. <laughs> hey, boy, look here, man. We don't play like that. Oh, no, nah, I'm a real cute owl, bro. I don't play like that. All that throwing up the hooks and barking and making jokes for the IG, getting your likes up. Hey, my dog, you got enough followers. You got enough friends. You got enough commercials, my dog. But we don't play like that. I don't know who you been hanging with. I don't know who you been talking to. I mean, I don't know if you got a new cute old friend that Jet crawled yesterday or something. He don't know what the hell going on because, you know, they really ain't pledging no more and shit. So I'm going to tell you, boy, I pledged, sir. I pledged mm. in 2005, my dog. I pledged in 2005 down to 20 years ago. Boy, I was online for about a year and a half. Boy, 10 dogs. Mighty Upsilon Silver. My Fort Valley State. Uh-huh. Yeah. Real HBCU. Yeah, 10 dogs. That's me, yeah, I did this in real life. Twelve brands on me for a reason. That was your choice. Yeah, me. I don't play like that, boy. All your LOLs and you laughing my ass off in the gee 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 ga ga ga. I'm a comedian too. I tell jokes too. I'ma see you, bit boy. I'ma see you, and I'ma stand on business. That same business you keep on talking about, and all your videos and all this standing on business. We finna see how much business your fat ass standing on when I see you. We got Ooh. to go to the grass, my boy. We got to, boy. Take that's on me and the shield. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, what he say? Hey, when he said I crossed 2005, I'm 20 years in. It's like, how old are you though? <laughs> he put some years in, dog. The thing, the <laughs> thing about is on me. <laughs> The thing about this, too, that annoys me is fraternities and sororities feel like college rules applies to the real world. Mm. And college niggas might be scared 
to offend you because we're in college. Nobody's trying to uh do some dumb shit fighting school and shit like that and y'all might have an advantage because y'all in college like niggas by themselves when y'all on that campus when you get outside that campus you y'all not the toughest niggas in the world bro eh? yeah yeah and the thing about college is like you you feel less and you feel more individualized in college like if you if you mm. even at a party and they and you know Sororities, sororities, they start strolling the circles, and they can throw mess up the whole vibe of the party, and you can hate it. You can't do anything because it's like it's twenty of them and it's one of me. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And uh, that I mean, that's really what I'm saying. It's just like, and in college, I'm more likely to respect that. Like I, I respect <sighs> the sanctity of what y'all doing and y'all activities. Just so I'm gonna let I'm gonna let niggas live, and I'm not gonna you know perpetrate or I'm not gonna you know you respect is, uh, those rules and things. Is like it respect that. though? Like. I, and being realistic, like when you end college, it's not really respect because it's like they're usually put in a different tier, like in the social setting hierarchy. Also, that like once you get into the real world, like that's not really there anymore. So that I feel like that also kind of like plays a huge part in how you look at it in college first, like when you out college. Yeah, I mean, you you accept that. It's like a respect thing for for most people. It should be a respect. Like I, I respect it. Yeah, that's y'all thing. Um, once you get outside, it's just like, all right, now we're all adults. You might be this, but we're all adult grown men here. Mm-hmm. You're not gonna tell me y'all about to whoop my ass because I'm playing around with this shit. I'm not gonna play around with it because I mean, I didn't, I didn't see that culture. Like that's just y'all thing. Like I'm, I'm, I'm gonna respect what y'all got going on. But do I feel like I think we first have to address do I feel like Drewski was playing around like he was shitting on him? And I don't think that's what he was doing. I think he was making a joke, throwing up the hooks, doing a little barking noise. I don't feel like that should be out of bounds. Like he didn't say, Oh, I'm a Q and I'm doing this and this and this and this. He was just playing around. Uh, and also, so, there no, is no, some no. old Q probably out there like that. Hell yeah. Yeah, for a fact. But all right, so let's advance it. If y'all are in Drewski's position, would y'all have have ever did that? Yes, you you would do a skit like that. Yes, I think the thing with those type of skits is you know you're gonna get an instant reaction, so that shit is automatically gonna be boosted. But nobody's gonna do nothing. Okay, it's the thing for me is the popularity of what he was doing. If that it, I don't know. It's kind of weird, like a weird distinction, but the Q dog hop and the like, the barking and shit like that, it's become more mainstream. Than, like if he was on there dropping like Q secrets or dropping Q like chants <laughs> and shit like that, I'd be like, all right, that's a little bit too far. But he on mm-hmm. there doing like the little hopping hooks and like barking, like that's mm-hmm. that's kind of mainstream. Like you see people in in sports games doing that and shit like that and they cues too but i'm just saying that's just more mainstream it, it, it which kind of lowers the disrespect to me mm. all right so do you think you do you think there's any repercussions coming his way do you think the q dog's gonna pull up my man had the jacket <laughs> oh, on in the video dog he was ready <laughs> i'm just saying boosie Jay. did a whole cap of straw <laughs> on live <laughs> and niggas ain't, ain't touch him yet <laughs> You wore a sweater to the Hawks game. <laughs> yeah. Man, Q Dog, y'all gotta show y'all gotta really show y'all about this business, man. Jalen, where you at? 
It's, it was called <laughs> Jalen. <laughs> Jalen got a lifetime, a lifetime performance tonight and shit because he mad. <laughs> Me and my brother, he did Honestly, as a, as a comedian, I think this works in his favor more than anything. Because oh. one, again, the back and forth, the chatter behind is going to keep the video boosted. But two, nobody, like you said, nobody's going to do anything. Like if no. nobody's <laughs> going to really risk going to jail because he bark a few times in the video because you standing on business for your fraternity. Because if you do that, they're going to be like, yeah, we're not affiliated. We're we taking this letters. And now you look like a goofy. That's true. Damn. Damn. And, and, I mean, we all know why people they take it so seriously because niggas, allege, I'm going to put allegedly, uh, pledge and had to do a lot of shit for mm. that those colors or that those letters or whatever you want to call it. Mm. Um, so niggas feel like other people didn't do that for him, so they don't deserve to say those chants or bark or hop and shit like that. Um, so, like, <laughs> it's like, damn, now we gotta press you because those are sacred to us now. Um, but in, in real life, that sh- it don't work like that, bro. It don't work like that. Uh-huh. Like, you might be able to punk somebody on campus because y'all got 20 in. <laughs> it might be a solo nigga. Mm-hmm. But when you get in the real world, niggas got guns, bro. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> That's a fact. They got guns, bro. Hey. So, uh, any final other thoughts on that, man? Yeah, stay safe, Drewski. <laughs> <laughs> Watch yourself on these campuses, dog. You uh, gotta do a quick, campus I, tour. <laughs> I wanted to give a shout out to that comedian who uh he he got fired from his job, but they told him they had to give it back because he was funny. I don't know if y'all heard about that. I saw that story, but I didn't see what he was the jokes he was telling. Um uh, apparently he well he was <laughs> he was telling like nine eleven jokes, Israel jokes, oral sex jokes. Um so they removed him, but I guess when they went to a third party arbitrator, they found that he was funny. So they were like they expect him to uh reinstate him at his job. What? He said we can walk he said we're gonna walk in there like Vince fucking McMahon. I'm I'm one of those people that Whatever you do outside of work shouldn't apply unless you're breaking the law. Whatever you do outside of work shouldn't uh, be applicable or be able to be used to fire you um, from your job. Yeah, I wish it was like that. I'd prefer it that way too. I feel like it do. I feel like it's, I feel like it's a quick like come up though. I feel like some people pray for that. It's like you fired off for their social media because they think they can sue. You're not gonna win, but I guess so. If, if you if you want to get fired for your job from you know saying some shit like that, then I guess. But you're not gonna win. But yeah, I I don't understand why that matters so much. Unless, like I said, unless I'm breaking the law or saying something so inflammatory that it's gonna affect my business, where it's gonna get like a boycott or some shit. The, outside of those two instances, whatever I do or say outside of work shouldn't get me fired or be able to be used to get me fired. Where you say some racist shit. I mean, yeah, yeah. that kind of goes along with you say, do something so inflammatory that it could lead to like a boycott or loss of But what revenue. if it's a good joke? Mm. That's when you got to sit right here. You got to sit like, down with the arbitrator. <laughs> Was yeah, it funny? Yeah. <laughs> Did you get a joke out of that? <laughs> you, you remember that Justin Bieber nigga joke? Like, what if you? What if your coworker did that at like a at a stand up? If you was did the first a time one you less lonely nigga, you can't do that. No, 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 no. <laughs> Um, didn't he say something like, uh, why do black people hate chainsaws? And it was like, nigga, 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 nigga. 
Actually, I would laugh, and that might help him keep his job. Hell no, that nigga still get. I laugh, but he still get tossed out the door. The fuck, nigga, 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 nigga. nigga. Like, 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 if if your boy Matt from accounting did that at a stand up, like you might laugh. Nah, hell, fuck it. I'm snitching on that nigga ASAP. <laughs> I'm recording all that shit. I ain't gonna lie, that would have me crying. Uh, <laughs> I would expect uh, him to have his desk cleaned out by Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, but yeah, I don't know, man. Um. Yeah, that's it for me, man. I, I, I just I just don't like how certain shit blends into work because I feel like you should have a, a private life and a person uh and a work life. Yeah, that shit should blend. It's true. Yeah. Uh, yeah, wrong. Shit. Keith Lee uh did part two of his full tour. At this point, I, is it worth the trouble? Let's answer that first. Is this full tour <laughs> shit worth the trouble? Because every city he goes to is gonna have sensitive niggas. <laughs> just take it too far. I mean, for him, I'm gonna say, yeah. He all he do is travel around in a van and go eat. True. Yeah. Win is but a win. It, it, it feels like he's doing a lot of having to explain himself and respond to backlash. And I, at a certain point, I'm like, look, y'all can't beat my ass. So what, what's gonna happen here? <laughs> but um, to for those people that don't know, Keith Lee uh, started part two or leg tour, his full tour, <clears throat> and um. He he decided to go to the Bay, so Oakland, San Francisco, and surrounding areas. Uh, people were telling him first off, like, I, I don't know if you should go there. It's a lot of bipping going on and shit like that. A lot of what? And bipping. What's that? Uh, I'm I think su- it's just when they break into your cars. Yeah, break into oh, your car and steal them. So that's like yeah. an Oakland term. Yeah, yeah, uh, mm. a Bay term. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, bad turn. Okay, bit, bit. All right. Yeah, so <laughs> <laughs> I'm learning. So yeah, I, I I've I've spent a little bit of time in the bay, but I just hit the tourist area. So I don't know. I didn't think it was such a bad idea, but legit, like two days after he went, or three days after he went, like he made a video saying that yeah, he he's leaving. Like but he <laughs> says the bay uh, isn't fit for tourists, and it doesn't seem like it needs. It's a city that's ready for like a full tour right now. Which is it sounds horrible. He said he said people were telling him the bay is like Gotham City right now. Yeah. <laughs> Gotham City for the ghetto. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why any city ever being compared to Gotham is just always because <laughs> it's real life, nigga. This ain't no damn cartoon. <laughs> Having your city compared to somewhere where they need an Arkham Asylum is fucking nuts. <laughs> they got a mass vigilante. <laughs> What the fuck? He said, hey, I can't even eat food out here, bro. He said the food, like the spots he went, like it were just trash or giving him a, uh, allergic reactions and shit. Yeah, <laughs> but, but, you know, but that the allergic reaction story was hilarious because he, 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 he said we went to this place. Uh, yeah, I know I'm allergic to shell or seafood, shellfish. So I was like, he was like, oh, we can we can clean the grill, and then I took a bite, and I mean, <laughs> reaction. <laughs> Somebody confirm and then fuck you up. It's crazy. You damn niggas. Why <laughs> <laughs> hey, 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 you gonna lie about cleaning the grill? Like you don't know when somebody having an allergic reaction. <laughs> so that shit was immediate. <laughs> <laughs> niggas said his face start tingling. 
Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, bro. It's Mari's did the his allergy did the Mari lie detector test in his throat and shit. <laughs> <laughs> they determined that was a lie. <laughs> oh. Hey, hey Bay, y'all ain't right for that shit. I, I got love for the Bay. My boy, hey, man. Y'all wrong, bro. <laughs> yeah, and, but he also said that he doesn't like giving out a whole bunch of negative reviews because his his goal is to help these businesses prosper and shit, and have people go there. And for him to go out there and just be leaving negative reviews, it it, it just wasn't right for him. So, um, I don't know, man. Shut up. Uh, I mean, it brings up a better point. A lot of these cities, man, their infrastructure are all fucked up, and we need to focus a lot on. Uh, revitalizing these cities, especially in the uh, people of color communities and stuff like that. If we put in a positive spin on this story. Um, I guess from my <laughs> perspective, I was kind of glad he, he did this. I was glad to see how he would handle it because I don't know if it's the hater of me, but I never really was sure how he would navigate having experiences with like bad restaurant. Because, I mean, you see his reaction to like all the good ones, but you mm. have to think like he's coming across like some bad ones as well. But I don't know, like, what you do when you come across, like, multiple bad ones in a row. Like, how do you navigate, like, trying to shit on them versus giving good reviews? Because if you're just throwing out here, like, threes and fours and you know what your impact can do, like, what do you really do from there? But I think yeah. him just having to cancel it as a whole, like, in, in framing it in a way I think that was bigger than the food kind of helps with that, so... Yeah, I fuck with his reviews because it's, like, real nigga reviews. It's not like... Um, those you know those tick real food influencer reviews where they like oh we had the four hundred dollar steak or something like that that nigga eating hot yeah. wings and burgers bro mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. he's going for the shit I'm gonna eat yeah. so I I respect that that form of the review but I also knew it was gonna be bad when he had those hot wings and the, like he fucking put them to the side and it drained down like blood and shit I was like oh yeah this is gonna be oh. a, a bad series of reviews bro. <laughs> So, Damn. I don't know, man. Shout out to the baby, man. We got love for the baby. Real ones. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Y'all saw um, how that door ripped off on the Alaska Airline flight? Oh, my God. Damn. <laughs> I think they only, they only gave the people on the plane, everybody got like $1,500, like a $1,500 voucher and like the refund. No, they offered that. Some people didn't oh, take that. Okay. Yeah, they, they that was their initial offer to. To, for the people that were on a plane um, I'm sure that some people didn't take that they were like nigga a fucking door came off while we were in the air you know what type of emotional damage I didn't have cause of that shit I could have died bro and they were, only, they were honestly lucky that nobody was sitting like in that aisle imagine mm-hmm. had somebody been sitting where that door ripped off bruh over with over with bruh <laughs> Do you know what kind of like news headline it would be if somebody flew out the window? <laughs> <laughs> and motherfucking saw it. <laughs> I see two people fly out that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga, I'm never flying again. Bro, I ain't doing my homes contract. <laughs> Jesus. Hey, you would definitely have to get paid like that one doctor who got dragged out. That was fucked up. They did that nigga pokes and shit, man. When I I saw that, I did. It did make me think about like what, and I know nobody was probably recording at the time it happened, but like what the audio was like. 
because you've been on planes that like had hit some turbulence and like they dropped down a little bit like it got a little shaky people got nervous and like you get some some hooting and hollering just at those moments the hooting and hollering with the door rip off Bro, i know people screaming nah. at the top of their lungs niggas <laughs> sleep they wake up to that shit <laughs> Yeah, this is crazy, bro. It's like, I don't even know how that's not like national. I mean, it is national news, but that should be like a fucking door of an airplane went off during the flight. That's insane. That's something that's I, crazy, I never bro. thought would actually happen. Yeah. <laughs> Does it make y'all feel better that everybody survived? And they was able to oh, land that Does it make you feel like I right, maybe these planes can withstand anything? Yeah, because I my first thought was as soon as anything comes a loop, like if a window was popped out, I thought it was so much pressure up there that everybody just got like get sucked out of that motherfucker. <laughs> one oh and shit. Yeah. <laughs> one by yeah. one. I thought that yeah. was a thing. Yeah. Um yeah. but I, apparently it's not. I guess. See, I blame, yeah, I blame movies for that. Because for some reason there's definitely been hella random movies where like things happen on planes and you it makes it seem like all that pressure's gonna like come in there. Mm-hmm. Like everybody's damn near getting yanked out. Yeah, but I, I guess so, that's not the case. Them niggas had a whole door. God damn. Yeah. So, uh, hey, salute, man. I'm glad everybody's safe. Um, hope everybody get their mentals right. That was on that that plane, bro. And that class that action. Woo! <laughs> it's up. They gonna have to get yeah. that one nigga from the Jamie Foxx movie. Oh yeah, that nigga. He'll <laughs> <laughs> get them niggas paid, man. <laughs> For real. <laughs> Uh, what else we got, man? Oh, wait, before we go on there, uh, speaking of air, uh, airplanes, man, this is a quick one. Uh, y'all seen that they building a, uh, a basketball court in the Indianapolis airport for uh, all-star game? Y'all saw that. Man, that's, that's a horrible idea, bro. Oh, it's already Imagine getting on a plane after you just played a full court. Yeah. No, I don't think you can play on it. You can't play on it, right? I thought you could play on it. What is it for? Like, is it for the All Star Game, or they're just building it just to have one? It's it's for the All Star Game. It's like a promotional piece. That's why I thought it's oh. it's a full court. But I just thought like it was just to like promote the All Star Game. I didn't think it was like they got open run. No, I thought they had. Well, it, I don't know whether they can or cannot. I, I need to find, figure out where they can. Uh, but just imagine if you could play on that shit. Like, imagine tearing your ACL up before a flight or some shit, or just getting on that bitch musty yourself. <laughs> Honestly, like it'd be solid for a layover or some shit. I, they <laughs> they got would, I would need them to do it. They got to do team by who you flying with. Like, <laughs> I want to see, oh, no. see Team Spirit versus like, first, like Team Southwest. Nah, Team Spirit run that bitch like the Olympics. A, it's a <laughs> team, team Frontier versus Team America. Like, who, who gonna come with this front. No, I think Team Frontier taking it off. Just Team Frontier. <laughs> I think Team Frontier going crazy. Because those be the, uh, like, niggas, they just don't want to ride on Spirit, but they still want something still cheap, so they'll get on Frontier. I feel like Spirit is mostly like, um, I'm not gonna say it. I'm, I'm changing for the show. 
I feel like the spirit gonna have that aggression level though. They gonna have a whole bunch of Quincy Aces and shit, bro. Because it's already a whole bunch of shit going on with Spirit. <laughs> See, I think I think Team Spirit is they not gonna work well because they all gonna think they're like uh, the first option. Yeah, mm. no team. <clears throat> it's like a be the worst team. Uh, you got Southwest, you got United, you got Delta. I want. I want to say Qatar. Yeah. <laughs> you said Qatar. Oh, yeah, we out. Yeah, we out. Of <laughs> we gone. <laughs> <laughs> the motherfuckers be hooping sometimes, though, man. <laughs> you gotta watch them. They can work well as a team. <laughs> <laughs> that team chemistry on point. <laughs> yeah, that's just hilarious. No, since, since we're talking about Hoopers, we can stay here. Uh, I guess we got some more info on the Iman Shumpert, uh, Tiana Taylor divorce. Oh, um, man. Yeah. Tiana Taylor said uh, he, I guess, puts their children in, in danger when there's a care. He's always under the influence of smoking around him. And apparently, he put them in a, a lift. To go to the United Center one day by themselves, and he, yeah, and then he said he rode in a car service. Uh, okay. Wait, 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 what is he following them in the lift? They were following him, I guess. Nah, that's I crazy. I, I was confused at why he put them <laughs> in. Yeah, in the, yeah. <laughs> how old are these kids? The daughter got to be like six or seven, right? Six, six, probably like six and. Four? Nigga, you can't do that. What the fuck? I hope he ain't do that. And you know he's come from out west. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, it's unfortunate having, you know, this process, it brings out a lot of the bad things. Because um, when it first happened, like when the divorce rumors were first happening, you know, uh, Tiana put out that statement. She was like, yeah, I, 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 not too much on my best friend. And, you know, really trying to cape for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, but during the divorce proceedings, you gotta have to make this nigga seem like the worst person of all time. Uh, so that's the ugly part of this. Um, I I don't like the whole. I, I saw she, she said that he he gets high and he drinks around the kids. I know a lot of parents to do that. I'm not saying it's the best thing, but I know a lot of parents to drink and smoke in front of their kids. So um, I guess even in, even if he's Let's say not smoking in front of him. Is should he would do you think he'll get a, a big backlash for being high around him? Was he high or, with or him can... when he was together with Tiana? I would assume so. Probably. probably. Yeah. That's, that, probably. that's what I'm saying. I don't know if that's just because now he you're not around or y'all gotta y'all don't have a thing anymore. If he's doing the same behavior he was doing while y'all were together, how does that make anything different? I mean, true. But so, um, are you not supposed to care for your children if you're high? Hmm? You're not supposed to care for them, or you're not supposed to get <laughs> I'm high? Like, oh, I'm, me, man. <laughs> I'm asking if you're not supposed to care. It's because those are two different things. <laughs> are you saying that you're not supposed to be high taking I'm care asking, of your children? Yeah, I okay. I would say yes. You're not. You're not. <laughs> Yes, it, it, I would say especially at, I would say at that age you shouldn't be. I feel like once you get older, life shit, it is what it is. But at what, like, what is it about that age? Because four or six, you need a little bit more 
they, they need more attention, attention and you know what I'm saying you gotta you gotta be alert you know I guess it t- depends on what type of uh, high type nigga you are some niggas are more alert high yeah you know? I mean it, it depends on who you ask it's like I saw a debate about uh, I saw a dude leave his like toddler on the bed with the pit bull and walk out the room right and nigga niggas- what <laughs> Like, is this motherfucker real? <laughs> is this nigga tripping? Or like, some people were like, the dog is not gonna like mess with that baby. It's it's part of the family. But other niggas was like, why the fuck would you do that, bro? <laughs> nigga, no, hell, so. fucking no. I feel like any other dog, but not a pit bull. <laughs> you just asking for some wild shit to happen. <laughs> yeah. So, parenting is always a touchy subject, and like I said, when these things happen. They have to get messy, and so you have to. Normally, people are gonna bring the kids in, into play. So I'm not gotcha. saying that's what Tiana's doing, but it has to happen. I really hope he ain't put him in no ride share. That's crazy. No, that's, that's the only thing ride I care about. Even more crazy. <laughs> ride share just made it even more fun. <laughs> yeah, like they were in an Uber pool or some shit. <laughs> ride share. He in car service, <laughs> having the time of his life. <laughs> So, for real, they had him on a waiting safe. He was standing outside. Hey, I'll meet y'all there. Text me, text me when you get there. I'll make sure they let you in. I wasn't even outside with him. He just sat in the car until they did it. Oh, that's crazy. Oh, come on, Shump. Tell us it ain't true, Shump. Oh, Jay's in your pocket. I forgot y'all gloves. <laughs> Jesus oh, Christ. Shit. Y'all keep seeing all these videos of dude who was running around setting up his tripod and he got exposed. Legend. Yeah. Yeah. I feel he's killing it out here, that's man. That's a nasty business. Nah. <laughs> and and yeah, that man the, had the uh, uh, the Netflix and chill grass wall with the neon sign. Do y'all feel like it's an increase in Sassin, man? Like lately? <sighs> mm. Like men are way more sassy than they used to be. Maybe, yeah. I think that's a social media thing, bro. I think it's we 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 get to see so many more opinions, and with that, we see a lot of what women say they want, but they really don't want. And I see men; Mm -hmm. they just trying to go with that. Anything they say they they hear from a woman that they want, they try to make it a part of their personality. When reality, bro, you don't need to be all that. They're just talking. They're just talking, nigga. Oh, I need a I need a man that gets his nails done every two days and then he, and, and make sure he washes his uh, face with the right water. And I'm gonna, no, like relax, bro. These are all wishes, nigga. You don't need to be that. You don't need to turn yourself into a uh, metrosexual Superman to get these women. Relax. But, hey, nah, that's real shit. Part of me wants to say nah, because. I mean, I hate that too. Because like some of the stuff is sassy, it it, it is kind of sassy. But some of the stuff is just like not going for bullshit, and that's just getting called sassy too. So you got to really just decipher what is what. Setting up a tripod and, and catching different angles, and nah, I would put that more on the sassy side, just I, because I, what it just because what it entails, just like from an action perspective. Like if you run to get yourself parking, 
and you go set up a tripod and then you run to your car and then back your car in and run back to get the tripod. That's that. Like there's pick me energy and then there's please pick me energy. That's that's where that's at. It's like a, it's a mm. different level. That that's where these niggas is going with. <clears throat> yeah, and I think men have to realize that you can't do everything women can do, bro. And I'm sorry, it might be a double standard. You can't do everything women can do. Like that one, it's a one nigga that posted a video like, "What would what would you do if I walked past you?" And he had some song playing in the video, and <laughs> the response is a good ninety nine point nine percent negative, even by women. <laughs> and it's just like, bro, you can't do that. A woman might be able to get that off because she might be thick, she might be fine, whatever the case may be. It works for her. Niggas can't get that off. I don't care what you look like, bro. But he was tall, so he thought I can get that off. Yeah, he really did. Yeah. And then in response, he started dropping dance videos and shit. Like, fucked him up. It's ridiculous <laughs> what's going on out here, bro. And the biggest issue is I don't think men realize that if a woman makes creates content, like it's it, it would take a lot for that to become like an ick to you, like something like you truly just like makes you disgusted. Mm-hmm. As a man, you making content will probably get pretty icky to a lot of women a lot sooner than like after a certain point that's fair yeah what do men content needs to be on the internet i feel like it needs to be like sports quizzes like guess the 2000 yard rushers all time and shit like that that's the kind of content <laughs> men need to make on the internet you thinking about men just making content these men try to make content for the women like is there a safe women content men can make specifically to target women i mean they you have to do shit like change some oil yeah like changes flat you know that one nigga that one white dude with the the arm tats he'd be cutting the lumber and shit that's acceptable i mean if you want to thirst trap like that do your shit like i ain't gonna judge you um i'm trying to think what else (laughs) you would judge a nigga I mean, if, I'm gonna judge a nigga because it's not for me though. <laughs> like, like, yeah, if you just if you just started going into the woods and like cooking on cast irons, with, like, I'm judging you, nigga. That's not acceptable. No, I'm sorry. I'm judging. <laughs> nah, I mean, I get what y'all saying, but that's really why we need to bring. Like, I'm not saying bring bully ba- bullying back, but we need to have a. We we talked about this this weekend. It needs to be an acceptable level of bullying just allowed when you're a child because of without bullying you don't know when you're doing something that's head ass and i'm not saying like bullying like kids need to put hands on each other or something like that but just like the dozens type shit or talking about you because you learn what you can and cannot do from kids talking about you that's a okay. fact i don't think you mean bullying i think you more so mean like getting joked on <clears throat> getting joked on by like people you you know and you not doing that same behavior again is different than like being bullied. Okay, roasting. True. Yeah. Uh, okay, roasting more than bullying. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, but maybe some bullying too. But I don't know. That's it. You hear that? Uh, <laughs> uh, but because sometimes your friends don't have good jokes. Some niggas hang out with motherfuckers that don't know how to roast or don't know how to tell good jokes, or they just allow this behavior. Mm-hmm. Um, but it needs to be somebody that's gonna hold you accountable that tells jokes well enough that's gonna sting where you you just avoid this type of behavior. I know that if I made a good get ready with me video, the type of jokes that I'm gonna see in my group chats, I wouldn't want to ever do that again. <laughs> you swinging the shoes and shit. <laughs> that's the shit that be pissing me off. But yeah, I don't know, man. It's it's 
I don't even think it's a bad thing. I think it's just a way of life, bro. Men can't do what women can do. Women can't do certain things that men can do. Uh, yeah, that's that's all I get on now. Oh shit! Uh, I know we talked about this one a little bit before, but um, we talked about Ari Lennox on on concert or not on concert uh, on tour with Rod Wave, mm-hmm. and I know we kind of questioned the why, but. Uh, this past week or so, she finally gave her side of it and basically kind of confirmed, I think, what we were thinking and what we were saying is it wasn't like a good fit. The fans didn't really appreciate her. She herself said she kind of dreaded being out there and dreaded her set and that the energy just kind of like in the arena wasn't what she needed or would have expected, especially when she went out there and she saw how they would go up for like 2C and Rod. Mm-hmm. So she's probably done, I'm assuming, going on tours or being in a uh, like a guest act. But was this like a surprising thing for y'all to hear? Uh, I was going to say, no, it wasn't surprising because after we had our conversation, I think I, I was like, yeah, that's probably not the right fit. To me, it was more of exposure thing. And did she get the exposure she needed? Who knows? Maybe her next album does better. That was more my thing versus was it the right fit for her? Because I knew it wasn't the right fit. It's not niggas in the crowd that know of or just going to act the way you need to act at Ari Lennox concert. But for her to get more exposure to a different audience, I thought it could present a a decent opportunity. But I don't know. It it just seems like she didn't enjoy herself and shit. I I don't think this is going to be the last of her being doing some guest stuff, though. I think she just needs to find the right one for her. That fits. Who who's the right one though? Like outside, like say you have to. She cannot tour on anybody that's on the the uh, J Cole side of things. Who does she go on tour with? This that works. Summer Walker, Smino, Black. Simba. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's got to be somebody who's like somewhat positivity, and it's like it's got to be a little earthy in the crowd. Yeah. Natural deodorant's only tool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she she can find some, but I'm interested in is she pretty much just saying management fucked her up? Because I want to know if management brought it to her and she was like, nah, I don't want to do this. And they were like, um, you need to do this because you need the money. I think she saw it as an opportunity <laughs> to <laughs> nah, you better chase me up. <laughs> Get some alerts. <laughs> uh, she saw it as an opportunity, like you said, to expand her her audience, but uh, in the end, it just ain't work out. But honestly, that that could that could have worked, and she just doesn't know it. Yeah, and that's she what I'm saying. Like, yeah. What them returns for the next album come out crazy? Oh God, I don't think that shit worked. It it probably didn't, especially the way she, she was acting. But I think if she would have just went through the, with the tour. As rough as no, it she is, she did the whole tour. Well, yeah, but she also did some head ass shit too. Like what, what I'm saying is, if you just battle through the tour and, and not complain about it during the tour, and just kind of just put your head down and get to work, you could probably see some something good come out of it. Did she have any complaints outside of that that bottle being thrown at her? Wasn't it? No. Wasn't there complaints on the Angela Yee show before the bottle thing? Mm-hmm. Oh, 
I mean, it was pretty much I just guess, her saying they they weren't her vibe, and yeah, she comes out too and, positive, and yeah, shit like that. Man, if I'm Rod Wave, I'm like, hey, watch how you talk about my peoples, man. <laughs> Don't make it seem like I'm some cult leader. Uh, <laughs> you, come on. You know it's a specific crowd if they going up for Tusi and Rod, but already getting the booze. She should have tr- tried one of those suicide falls. Maybe that would have got him oh, inside. <laughs> Climbed up a couple of stories higher, do like four stories instead of two stories, like Ryan. But <laughs> <laughs> she's still singing the same songs. That should oh, be hilarious. Man, the <laughs> <laughs> she jumped out of the new apartment. And she- <laughs> I just got a new. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> if she did that and got no response, that shit would be <laughs> yeah. She would have to jump into a oh, she, she got to jump into a tub of shea butter or something. Like, do that to pressure. <laughs> pressure the dark makes a shit. Oh man, oh. let's get creative, man. Let's, yeah. let's start shaking shit up. <laughs> Oh man! Shout out to our Linux, bro. I mean, if if it did anything, it's it's keeping us talking. Like we could not be talking about our Linux, and she could be like diving into obscurity. But we talking about her, and niggas kind of looking forward to her next album. So I don't know. A little bit. (laughs) (laughs) I hype for it, but she makes good shit though. She can sing. No, that's real. Uh, what's going on with TJ Holmes, man? Oh, apparently he was saying uh, he got to revisit his relationship with alcohol after the whole getting let go from um, what was it? Good Morning America. Good Morning America. I want to say three. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the third, the third, not the flagship one. <laughs> what, what the third say? iteration. He said he, he said he was having eighteen drinks a day amid his affair drama. Yeah, for the people that don't know, T.J. Holmes was like we said on the third Good Morning America with uh, Amy Robach. Um, they were like co-anchors, and they ended up having a relationship and getting divorced from the spouses. Now they're in a relationship. They have a podcast, and this is this is where these comments are coming from, um, where they're just like telling too much. Man, they said that they love shower sex and whips and chains, and now this is coming out where both of them are like alcoholics, like. There's no yeah. ands or buts about it. They're basically treating it like their COVID year. I guess he said, uh, I mean, he didn't have a job. He was away from a lot of friends and family. So they were basically laying low. So what did they do? They drank a lot is what she said. And basically they said they went on. wasn't a day. Of, they went along through the whole year. They didn't have a drink. Yeah. I think they said they spent what, like three, 3,000. Uh, is it a week or more? Yeah, I'm, not, I'm not a they spent three three K on alcohol in December. So I don't know if that's a little ingredients for a great relationship. Maybe it is. I don't think so. I know they probably sick once the, You know it probably didn't help once they uh the exes came out and said they were linking up. Yeah. That's so corny. Yeah. That sent them further into the bottle. If I cheat on you, do not cheat on me. With some motherfucker you don't really cheating. like. Yeah, that's the, that's the thing. They're not cheating. Well, no, no, no. They're not cheating, but it's just it's, it's purposeful. Get back. What if it's real love? It ain't you know it ain't? 
You know that. You know yeah. what that shit about. That's a that's an agenda uh, uh, link up, which is cool, but nah, not not, not for a relationship. That's got some to, got some city behavior. To hair of the dog, your whole relationship is crazy. <laughs> like, <Straight up. laughs> you know, like when these niggas actually have to get sober and they find out they don't like each other, it's nuts. That's what I'm like, come on, man, what are we doing? Yeah, so I don't know, man. Prayers for them. Um, I don't know because at first I was kind of rooting for them because it's like they want to tell they like Good Morning America wants to tear their love down. But I was like, what if they really love each other? Like, why should we get fired if we really love each other? And they technically, I don't know if they actually cheated. I think they both were going through like separations or they own issues and got together at that time. So if it was, if that was the case and they didn't cheat with each other, mm-hmm. then I don't feel like they, it's the whole thing of work life versus personal life thing. I don't feel like they should have get fired. Yeah. You um, can't fire me for cheating or if somebody yeah, cheated, they should get yeah. fired for it. That's not, that's not yeah. work related. Yeah. Yeah. It's not. So, um, but yeah, um, I'm, I'm wondering what happens when they sober up. So 3k <laughs> on a uh, lick a month is crazy. Um, <sighs> So this, I'll make this one a little bit quick. Y'all, y'all saw the thing about the where the girl who got fired. Um, it was like a TikTok. It was like at Cloudflare where they basically set up a video and they were telling her like she was getting fired over her performance, but she'd only been there for like four months, all that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Well, apparently that was like a ten minute video this week. Um, but I guess their CEO responded. Did y'all see that? Mm-mm. All right, but <clears throat> I thought this might be a good one for Dona too. Um, I'm gonna try to shorten what he said, but he basically was saying uh, we fire 40 salespeople out of 1,500 uh, in our go-to-market organization. That's a normal quarter. Uh, we are doing performance management right. Blah 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 blah. Um, skip down to it. Uh, no employee should actually be surprised uh, by they were performing. Uh, sometimes underperforming employees don't actively listen to the feedback they've gotten before we let them go. Importantly, just because we fire somebody doesn't mean they're a bad employee. Uh, it doesn't mean they won't be really great somewhere else. Chris Paul was a bad fit for the Suns, but he's undoubtedly a great uh, basketball player. Who the, who the fuck is this motherfucker? CEO of what company? Don't compare me to Chris Paul. <laughs> Man, Man, I'm, I'm conflicting. If I got fired and compared to Chris Paul, I'd be, my emotions are mixed. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. I'm like, Damn, I'm right. a top two point guard of all time. <laughs> we in. Damn. That was such a strange thing for him to try to sprinkle in there. Yeah, now, I'm not gonna lie. When I first saw the video of Shorty, I don't know if she got laid off or fired, whatever, whatever happened there. Um. I did think it was kind of unprofessional for her to to record that. Um, Why? I don't. No. No. Let, let me not say to record that, but to react the way she was acting. I thought that. Yes, you can have questions. You can have comebacks. But the way she did it was, I don't know. It's kind of hard to explain. Like, it was combative off jump. If you feel like you're getting laid off for reasons you don't fully understand, and then once you're given some reasons, it doesn't make sense. 
especially out the blue. Mm-hmm. Don't you feel like you kind of got a right to be combative? Because if, if, if you don't fight for you, who going to do it? Regardless <laughs> of true. if it changes the outcome. Yeah, and I think that's more my thing. It's like, it's not going to change. They're not going to be like, oh, yeah, you know what? You're making some good points. Uh, let's let Jamario go instead. Uh, it's just like, they, they, the HR is doing their best to kind of handle the situation with respect and trying to do it as best as they can. Sometimes, and most of the time, it's not even their decision. Mm-hmm. It's the mm-hmm. higher ups' decision. And they just taking a fall for what the higher ups did. So, I feel that's what I feel like. I feel like you should try to treat the HR people that might have to be the ones breaking it to you with the respect, um, even though you might not feel it in that in that current situation or that time. What? So, so she recorded the conversation between her and the HR person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and put it out. Yeah, nah, yeah, that's crazy. It was just her POV. Like you couldn't see the screen, dude, but you could just mm-hmm. see her kind of like talking to them on Zoom. No, you can't yeah, do that. And as soon as they started, she was like, well, let me stop you right there. And then she just had a whole bunch of reasons why um, like she shouldn't be getting let go of. Like, uh, I had the most activity in the last month or whatever the case that she had being done. Like, I'm not saying that you can't re- record shit because it's been late, like mass layoffs where uh, a CEO will get on like a Zoom call or make a pre-recorded video and just drop it for everybody in the Zoom call that's being mm-hmm. laid off. For me to say they can't record that, I'm that's not fair or that's 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 not true. But for her to record like the response and make it seem like oh I'm bucking back at the system or whatever case may be, I, I just felt like that was kind of unprofessional. I don't think that's gonna help her case going forward. I don't know if if I'm an HR person, you just recorded me and just putting that shit out without my permission. I, yeah. I guess don't that sound nuts. <laughs> I guess if you feel like somebody unprofessionally fired you, what do you have to remain professional if you're getting let go from somewhere? You're clearly not going to try to work for them again. I, I guess because in the instance of what happened, they were having like randomly like 15 minutes were just like showing up on people's calendars, like randomly, I guess, throughout the day or like throughout the week. So there was like no inclination like that there were going to be layoffs and then they just start coming up and people just started getting fired. And I guess to her point, she was saying, y'all are blaming it on performance but I've only been here for what, four or five months, Thanksgiving within that time, Christmas and new year's within that time. And other than everything else, I hit all the numbers. So to have it be leveraged as we got to let you go for your performance. It's kind of like, well, I know that's not true. So I'm going to need some real type of answer. I, I understand that part. And I feel like it's no problem, you know, fighting for the answers you want it's just putting that shit out you you would think you would think of the bigger picture who wants to hire somebody that's just gonna willingly upload private conversations to the internet Mm -hmm. Uh, i don't think it honestly i don't think it would be like that just because this private conversation is a layoff like you're not doing like a get ready with me and just like recording full content for the internet yeah but i think hr people is like a <clears throat> i wouldn't say an unspoken club it's not that deep but as a, a fellow hr person will look at that like uh maybe that's not the most professional way to handle that and should we allow somebody that's willing to do that into our company that we might have to have some, uh serious conversations or classified conversations and do i trust this person not to share them with family members or the internet or whatever the case may be i kind of 
compared to the layoffs that we had and layoffs that I was part of. And like the first round, um, people were wondering, like the they we were told, like, hey, these first layoffs are it. Like we 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 just need to get the budget right or whatever the case may be. And then a month or half later, two two months later, they have to do another round. So a lot of people could have took that as oh they lied and I could have when I had the conversation I could have been like damn like y'all promised this was gonna happen or whatever the case may happen but I was just like it's business business is business and you know you're gonna have to move on or whatever the case may be it doesn't help me to sit there and argue and stuff like that you got to keep it pushing and take care of yourself I I, I, I get her because I feel like the these companies do get out from this a little bit too easy though. Cause you can just, again, just be like, Oh, well some, you send somebody else to do it. HR goes and does it. I get it. HR is just really communicating the message, but mm-hmm. to some extent, it's like, I do want some answers and I do deserve some answers. And again, I, I don't, I really don't think there are people who like really concerned because if you work there for six months and this is the only work related conversation that you put out there and it's you just getting fired, which I guess usually could be seen as embarrassing. Like it's, kind of fine and that this is probably a learning point for other companies to be like we can't be we can't do this when we have layoffs or if we have to let people go we need to follow have some type of like cooth and decorum on how we're going to navigate these situations because we don't want to end up on social media just like this yeah and I, True. that's I what that i respect yeah I, I respect when the uh when the employer is up front, they tell you, hey, this is what we're doing it for. They give the reasons. Um, you know, sometimes the timing is off, like with ours, the time is right before the holidays and you know, shit like that. I felt like that was kind of fucked up. But uh sometimes it's just business is business, bro. They gotta run a business just like if we had a business, we was gonna have to run a business. Um and so no, if, I got, if I got if I got a call like that, I'm 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 definitely snapping too though. Yeah, I'm I'm not mad at snapping. I'm just I just I just feel like the I'm sick of these fucking cry to the internet babies. Like like what the fuck are we supposed to do? You didn't get your job back. But could it also be so laid off? Would you go to a company that if somebody did this video and you saw a posting for a role on it, would you want to work for them? No. No, yeah. So in some ways, it does help you deter you from getting or dealing with some of this type of, or it really shows you what kind of comp- what time some companies on, and it's going to have an impact. Yeah, man. With, no, go ahead. With her specifically, what were the negative points that the company did? We were getting her perspective on why she felt like she shouldn't get fired, but she could be bullshitting. That could be true too. Well, she could, and I guess it's. That's also possible, but I, I do think there is a way in general to lay people off mm-hmm. from a pro- professional perspective and just also because people are people. Mm-hmm. So if it just seems like very like a careless and reckless and you're treating your employees as if they're just disposable, mm-hmm. like then it becomes like a bigger, a bigger thing. The how you fire somebody can just be just as big, if not bigger than the why. Um, um, do y'all see that little scrappy was standing with Papoose? Yeah, uh, is that somebody who's standing in your corner? Wait, I'm, wait, I'm hold on. Play it. A little scrappy. 
Yeah. yeah. Oh, He's my. saying, why isn't Warren people like uh, Russian support Papoose support like they were for yeah. uh, um, other like famous women that got cheated on? When I men do some shit, man, women stand up for every, they stand up from all mountains of the earth. They stand up. Oh, why would he do this? Why would he do it? But we ain't heard nothing about what happened to Pat Poose. We don't hear about that. Well, ain't nobody standing up for Pat Poose saying, oh, man, we sorry for your, we sorry that shit happened to you. Shout it did you dirty. We ain't hearing none of that shit, my nigga. We ain't hearing none of that shit. Because ain't nobody, ain't nobody trying to stand up. And they talking about the black woman is the most unprotected person on the earth when dying daily. This is dying daily. This is dying daily, my I'm standing up for the black woman and I'm standing up for the black man. See, don't bring in other shit. Yeah, you did, you did too much. You did too much. I was rocking with you in the beginning. Like, yeah, hey, if we're going to be mad when a when a, a man cheat, let's be mad when a woman cheat. And this is all alleged, so we don't we don't have a confirmed story. But uh, when you start bringing in niggas getting killed and shit, that's when he lost me. But I understand what he's saying about the men and the women shit. Yeah, I mean, but I feel like it's an obvious answer with that. Um, women are the women are great. They're, they're they're very smart, but they also have a goofy trait, and this is one of their goofy traits. Oh no, no, Let me finish. This is a goofy trait that they have. They stand up for women that they don't fucking know. They yell about relationships that they don't fucking know and jump out the window for no fucking reason. You don't know what's going on in that relationship. That's why I ain't jumping out the window for Papoose. I don't know what the fuck they got going on, and I don't give a fuck. Yeah. I, I'll never jump out the window, because I'll never know what's going on in their relationship. That's what a fucking man does. God damn it. <laughs> and that's why you ain't seeing it. <laughs> watch the Myra Gaines. <laughs> Keep it real, man. This is a, this is a good... <laughs> it's, it's a learning lesson. Just shut the fuck up. You don't know what's going on in these people's relationships. Worry about your own shit. Damn. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> but should, should should we be champion us as, us as men? Should we be champion Pat Poos more? No, he held it down. She was in the bank. I, I don't like that shit. Either. I don't like that shit. I feel like we had this conversation before. We don't know what don't the like fuck he was, we don't know what the fuck he was doing while she was in prison. I ain't gonna get this nigga fucking uh, <laughs> man of the year. yeah, like husband of the year just because he visited her and shit. I don't know. He could have been wilding. Yeah, I I would say that if this situation happened how it happened, I feel bad because that's kind of fucked up. Um, and to cheat on him allegedly with a, a battle rapper, I think makes the sting even more. Yeah. yeah, easy to block. Yeah, yeah, easy to block, Captain. Uh, but yeah, I, yeah, I, I don't know, but I do, I do think it's a difference. Like, it ain't nobody rushing to pick him up. Um, like they do with women, like when niggas cheat, he like the worst nigga in the world. Is it also because it's Papoose? Like if it was somebody people like really liked outside of like VH1 watchers and Zeus Network subscribers, they like, like pick him up a little bit cheated, more. Uh, cheated on Grant Hill. Yeah, mm, that would be different. I, I'll have to show up for Grant. <laughs> <laughs> I'd have to show up for him. That's that's, that's crazy, man. <laughs> That nigga's a proper gentleman from from everything we've seen the past couple few years. Yeah. Also, you know, it's, 
I can't even think of niggas like that's how bad it is that I can't even think of niggas to throw in other niggas to throw in that category. I guess that's only really niggas yeah. I can think of Grant Hill. Grant. <laughs> yeah, I support Grant. <laughs> would you would you would you support Swiss Beats? Hell no. no. I know that nigga <laughs> don't fuck shit. Yeah. Did he cheat on her with uh Alicia Keys? Did he cheat on Mashonda with Alicia Keys? Allegedly, yeah. But that's a fresh relationship, so if we don't it don't count. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But yeah. Stand up, Peppos. Hopefully uh hopefully that shit get better, Doc. Uh, um <laughs> I got a lot of random little little music tidbits, so it's that's been cool. some random stories happening over the week. Um are y'all familiar with Stunner Girl? Unfortunately, oh. because of this new story, I am. Yeah, the rapper? Or is she a rapper? Yeah. Well, apparently Stunner Girl, I don't I don't I don't know what her what her artists are or what her songs are, so it is what it is. But she had some smoke for Sierra uh and called and said, Oh hoes be hating <laughs> because she wouldn't clear a sample of goodies for one of her records. This not clearing that song is the best thing Sierra did in <laughs> a good ten years. I, I, I so did, you, did you hear it? Yes, I heard a snippet of it. Yeah, uh, I can't be this, mad at this it. This is what we asked for, though, right? This is what, or at least I know this is what I asked for. I asked for more gatekeeping of these samples. It make was getting out of control. It was yeah, sampling I mean, anything you, for anybody. I'm glad this for happened. You to, for me to clear your sample, it has to take my song to the next level. If this is some bullshit like the Stunner Girl song, I'm like, no, I'm sorry. You can call me a hater all you want to, but this is trash, and you will not be using my song. Sorry. Mm-hmm. At, at the biggest thing with that is like, once somebody samples it, like it basically puts it on delay until it can get sampled again. So don't waste like a cold song and then sampling the sample be trash when somebody else could have got into it a little bit sooner and made something crack. Oh damn, I didn't even know mm-hmm. that. So so when you sample a song, someone else can't sample that song right after it. It's like a well I mean wait I guess time. technically they can, but you know if like somebody oh, puts out a, 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 a yeah like a, the goodies sample as a song and then somebody like two weeks later it's like I'm gonna put out a new song sampling goodies. Like it's not gonna you gotta gotcha. want some time in between there so it don't like just copycat. Yeah. Yeah okay. Yeah that makes sense. I'm trying to think what the goodies beat even sound good enough for sample. It's a fire beat. Goodies is decent. I, I guess so. I'm going to take your word for it. That shit rock. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's all about. I got on that. Did you oh, want to talk uh, about the Drake thing? What happened with Drake? The Him not being called hip-hop? I don't know. You put that oh, on there? Oh, yeah. Um, uh, the, we had the... The uh, the rare Yasin Bay interview. I'm gonna have to watch the full thing. I actually like when I get uh, Yasin Bay interviews, or some most people know him as Most Deaf, but yeah, that, um, I'm gonna respect his name change. That shit was behind a um, paywall. I was pissed. Yeah, I don't want, I don't um, want to pay for that. I'm sure you, you can find it. I'll find it uh, if I find it. I post it. But uh, the interviewer asks like his thoughts on Drake. Like, is Drake hip hop? Why are you doing this to me? Drake is pop to me. In the sense, like, if I was in Target in Houston and I heard a Drake song, it feels like a lot of his music is compatible with shopping. (laughs) 
commercial music. Or as, or as you know, music. shopping with an edge in certain instances. Fair. I like Drake's music, but I understand exactly what you're saying. Of course. I mean, I, it's, I, I, I it's get commercial, it. entertaining, fun, it's, good, it's, formulaic music. It's likable. Likable music. Yeah. It's likable. Um, but is it, you know, I'm going to leave you alone. We're going to move. We're going to move on. Um, <laughs> so many, so many products. So many so, skews. So many skews. <laughs> Look at all these skews. Oh, so many products. So much merchandising. So oh, many I barcodes. This. I love this mall. <laughs> Look at this place. I mean, look at this place. They have everything. Everything's here. They have everything here. Oh, this is great. This is a new Drake. You hear it? It's great. Okay. What happens when this thing collapses? What happens when the columns start buckling? Are we not in some early stage of that at this present hour? Are we seeing like the collapse of empire? Buying and selling. Where's the message that I can use? Right. You know, what's in it for your audience apart from like banging the pom-poms? All right. And I mean, the first question I would bring to y'all after listening to that is, do y'all think this is hate or do y'all think it's a message, like a, a good message behind this? I think it's a little bit of hate in there, but I think there's a message too. I'm I'm kind of confused on the mess the message in totality that he's trying to say though. Is is he trying to say that what happens when uh, people get tired of commercial commercialized hip hop and you just get trash product? Is that what you're trying to say? Man, this nigga hate. No, I think. <laughs> I think he's trying to say what from what I took from it was kind of what I've been pushing with the Drake shit. It's just like, all right, when this wave is over, when all this shit doesn't matter anymore that he's talking about, what are his fans left with? Good music. Okay. Yeah, it's a little bit of it's a little bit of hating. Because there's I mean, people that like Drake will say that, you know, he he dropped important music. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I would do a compare I would compare it to somebody. Cause like when I always do it, I was like, when everything that DMX talked about is irrelevant or played out or whatever, we're left with a, a legacy of DMX, what he brought to the game, the mm-hmm. impact. Jay-Z the same way. He was talking about the put on the, the button-ups to go to the club and all that shit. Like, when all that shit is played out, we still left with the impact and legacy of Jay-Z. Mm-hmm. Do y'all think it's the same thing for Drake? When this pop wave and all this um, my girl left me and all that shit is played out, Y'all feel like we have a, a legacy of Drake that w- we can pass on to the next generation. We can brag about Drake to the next generation. I mean, yeah, I don't think that's like questionable. His his legacy is going to come from there are going to be so many different artists who are 
I guess, pinpointed back to him with their sound and their influence, I guess, what they're attempting to rap about and or sing about with what they're doing with the from from their approach of, um, I guess, how vulnerable, quote unquote, they may choose to be or how they may try to or may be willing to portray themselves and their emotions in ways that weren't always there. I would buck against that, though. I would, and I might be wrong, and I Mm -hmm. maybe it's a good chance I'm wrong, but I haven't seen people credit Drake to be their artistic influence. Like I've seen people, uh, if we want to keep it recent, say a Future, a Wayne, a um, who are some new Keith, um, have been their influences, and as far as stylistically, I haven't seen people say I make music because I was inspired by Drake. Hmm. I'm trying to think. Of I'm, not, I'm not saying any of this saying like I hate Drake's music because y'all know I like love Drake's music. Mm-hmm. But I've always been one of those people to say, "Where's Drake's impact beyond like on the charts?" I uh, I guess I would ask, why are we taking that away? Because it's easy. I'm not, I'm not saying it's easy because it's not. And I, that's one thing I applaud Drake for doing is making songs. It's make, having the formula and making songs that he knows are going to be great and mm-hmm. run, the, run the charts. But to me, that's empty calories to a certain extent. When you talk about overall legacy, it's plenty of artists that have never I think Future has what one number one song of all time but to me Future is one of the greatest trap artists of all time mm-hmm. but then you look at a Bow Wow or something like Bow Wow has like what nine top ten records mm-hmm. and we wouldn't put Bow Wow not top 100 rappers of all time mm-hmm. but you would have him up there higher and most influential no, I wouldn't have him any. Nobody tried to be Bow Wow. You can't say Bow Wow was yeah. Little Romeo. It was no, a lot of little. I mean, it was a lot of yeah. little kids rapping and trying to do that little. <laughs> do that. Are, move. We, are we really gonna put him in a top influential? Where are we put him in top influentials? Are we doing like, influential? Like, keep it honey. I think I can put him fifty. I was thinking I'm saying top 100 but I, I'm just like exaggerating but I'm just saying like look at his chart success versus his actual impact no yeah I, uh, and I feel the same thing about Drake I I think Drake's legacy would be his he's probably one of the when it comes to being introspective he's probably one of the greatest of all time I'd say Okay. With the women, I would agree. And again, it's it's not like he's not. If I guess if this is the end or the end ever comes, like it's not like there isn't a catalog that would not be worth revisiting. Mm-hmm. In any way, no. like like it's that's it's un, very much undeniable. And I feel like you, that is somewhat a part of your legacy. You have to have things or, or bodies of work that people would want to go back and revisit or want to even visit for the first time after time has continued to pass. I think Drake 100% has albums that will be revisited 
as time continues, 15, 20, 25 years from now, that will be influential and will uh, still be seen as top tier in the league. That's true. And I'm I don't I'm not I'm not disputing that at all. I'm I'll just compare it to my my main argument was when your time is over, when the stuff you're talking about is kind of over, how will they look at you? A prime example is Eminem. Niggas can't stand Eminem now. Now that his run is over, niggas look back on Eminem's records like milk, like spoiled milk. Like, was he even that good? <laughs> But at the time, and probably still today, his chart success is out of there. Mm-hmm. But if we're looking back on Eminem's legacy on hip hop, and it's kind of hard because Eminem is actually very good and very talented. Um, but I'm just using like his musical success versus the legacy that he's going to leave. Mm-hmm. It's going to be different. I, I, I don't think people are going to look see, at Drake guess- that way, though. I, I, I feel and, like Drake. When it's all said and done, people are gonna look back and say, "Hey, man, when you going through it with your, <laughs> when you going through some shit, you just put on Drake. When you got a problem with a woman, you put the, he's that." I feel like that's not bad of a legacy to have, even though it's much more to his music than just that. I think that's gonna be the over, like arching theme of him. And I think kind of similar to legacy, like with M. M's legacy may be seen as helping to put Detroit as a city on his shoulders and every other artist that has had to come out of Detroit after that. So the same could kind of be for Drake with Toronto. I mean, because nobody's going to give it to Cardinal Official, but what Drake has been able to do coming from Canada and how he's able to had a, a run of being the best artist, maybe best rapper, you could say, in the game for an extended run, extended period of time. And I guess how he was able to do it for how long and who he was able to do it with. That's something that goes into that legacy. Also, I mean, to be a, cause again, not a lot of artists who are signed to artists end up working out, let alone becoming Drake. So mm-hmm. Drake's legacy will also be attached to being in young money and being a artist of Wayne and being able to, to some extent, take the torch from Wayne and to grow into a bigger artist, being paired with Nikki and them two kind of standing beside one of the biggest artists in the game and, and mashing him and, and stardom and superstardom. Okay. Uh, but no, he was hating for real. That, that was basically all hate. <laughs> it was nasty hate too. Like that, it, that, That's the kind of hate that I, I don't like seeing. <laughs> It, it, that was that was sickening hate. Like that's I that's. I don't know if it was that bad, but he, 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 yeah. he had some hate up in there. No, but to describe it as like, oh, it's Target. Like, I don't like. I don't know what he really means by that. He just said it's poppy. It's a formula. Be- because you would hear it in Target. It, because certain people make music because they know it's gonna get played in stores. They know it's gonna get played in certain areas. That's gonna carry the, the pretty much the weight, the sales, and all that stuff. And he's saying that's what Drake does. He has, he makes bubblegum rap. Yeah. I mean, but I guess that's like a I feel like that's lazy to me. Like he you could say that, but you also know that he very much doesn't. He's not supposed to be like some boom bop, boom bap, black thought hip hop ass nigga. Like that's not 
who he is. It's not who he has to become. We know he can do a little bit of the hybrid with the, you know, he rap, he sing. Mm-hmm. So the expectation can't really for it to be boom bappy. But it do it is a lot of bars in there and it's a lot of good deliveries. Especially if you it, are loading in the harmies that come with the R and B side. It's a lot of it's a lot of bars for sure. And I, I don't wanna keep bucking back on what you're saying, like I'm hating on Drake, but I, I, I'm also trying to present the counterpoint. It's like Drake does ride trends. Drake did do the Jamaican shit when it was coming to style. Drake did do the UK shit when it's coming to style. So he jumping on the UK artist songs and shit like that and cop kind of copying the way they do their shit. Um, so I can see where he's saying. He's, he's saying that Drake is doing shit to remain relevant and jumping on trends and making songs, which are amazing. But there, there's intent there. There's, hey, I want to get played here. I want to get played there. That's that's an intent behind that. Is yeah. that why is that a negative as an artist and in, in person who puts out and makes music and may have appreciation for different variations and of different genres of music? I mean, if you're a pure hip hop head, which it seems like uh, Yasin slash most most stuff is, it's like it should be all about your skill. It should be all about perspective um, versus. making music to try to be successful it should be you putting forth your talent to put forth your perspective on the world and your life and things like that and in turn that music becoming successful um versus you putting down like i remember they said that it was a playbook that uh i think leo corn or some some a uh, label head had that as long as you followed these rules the song would be successful the sample and you do this and this and this and the song would be successful and I feel like these real hip hop heads, I feel like that's what Drake is doing. He's all oh, this. They like the Jamaican sound. All right. Let me put Jamaican sound, the sample, the the artist, and we got a hit. Yeah. Formulaic. I don't know. But it still, it still go hard, but I could kind of see what he's saying. I mean, because I guess I feel like you can formulate something and still have it be hip hop and still have it be hard. Just because yeah. you try to formulate something don't really take away from the fact that like it's also this. That's what I, I think. I, I don't think the hate really comes from. I, I, I agree with that. Drake is hip hop. I don't think it's. I don't know if anybody can say he isn't. Yeah, but maybe my to, last, mo- to most. My last thing with his. that would be uh, what y'all feel about what's the album he put out before uh, Father Dogs? I mean, not Father Dogs. So, uh, honestly, never mind. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that not an example of trying to beat the trend or trying to jump on the trend and it not working? I wouldn't say mm, that. True. I, w- I wouldn't say not working. Hmm. It ain't work for me. That's unanimously looked at as his worst album ever. Fair, but there are good songs on there. Yeah, there's some. There's some stuff I like on it, and there are definitely songs on there with replay value. There's a couple on there. But yeah, it's not, not in the vein of the album like Jimmy Cooks. But I, I would agree. Yeah, I guess. No, Sticky, Sticky still got replay value. But Sticky's a little he's he's rapping most on yeah. Sticky than any of the other ones. I think other than Sticky, is he rapping on there? And Jimmy Cooks, the rest no, is just no. that monotone nah, singing. Texco Green, come on, Texco Green. No, Texco Green is fire, but he's singing on that shit. And I like Texco Green. That it, for me, it's Texco Green's uh, Sticky and. Uh, well, yeah, Jimmy Crooks, but I don't even count that in there. Yeah, Texas so, Green is hard though. 
All right, well, let's move on. Uh, we gonna start with the music. Uh, well, not a lot of music coming out, but we got a couple new drops this week. Um, the most revered looked at, looked at. Oh man, we need to talk about it. What's this new Twenty One Savage album, American Dream? Mm. I don't think we got the video. Um, starring Donald Glover and uh, damn, what's the other kid from Stranger Things who were supposed to play Twenty One in his story of? Uh, Caleb McLaughlin. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. His green card coming to America story, but new album drop. <sighs> Quite a few fire singles, few fire appearances. Uh, I guess we'll jump right into it. What, what do y'all think? What are y'all feeling with favorite songs? Not favorite songs? Thoughts on the album as a whole? Uh, sure. I start off. Um, it, it was good. Uh, my thing. It, definitely a lot of solid songs. I don't think it really no bad songs. Um, outside like maybe one or two. My thing with twenty one is the lyrical content. Like it's a lot of one plus two equals murder type shit going on on this album. <laughs> like it's just very simple rhymes. Like yeah, I got a knife. Yeah, I got a wife. Yeah, I got a life. That type of shit. Like uh yeah, it, the shit is hard. But I don't know if I'm really getting anything from it. Yeah, I, I liked it. I, I really liked it. I understand what you're saying. Like even on the uh, women records, he'll throw in like a random murder bar that had nothing to do with nothing. <laughs> like damn, I, it's like he can't rap without it. I got to throw one of these in. <laughs> but I, I really liked it. I, I think it was a very good album. Um, I didn't. I didn't really have. I don't think there was anything on here that I was just like, nah, this is not for me. Uh, Red Sky is one of my favorites. Uh, the shit was Travis uh, was crazy. Travis Bass for no fucking reason. I don't think I've ever heard him rap like that ever. Uh, song was Lil Dirk was cold. Mm-hmm. Um, Brand, yeah, and even even the R, uh, yeah, the the R and B joints like the the girl records. I liked all of them. Yeah. I like I'm Sneaky and uh and in HIE too. Mm-hmm. That's probably my two favorites. Yeah, it was I, I I mess with it, man. I think he delivered. I'm not sure yet if I could say it's better than I'm greater than I am. Cause I really, really like that album, but it's it's this didn't disappoint me. Yeah. I think from from what we what we last got from him from that full project from his individually. To what we've gotten from him, <clears throat> excuse me, what we've gotten from him from and her loss, and he didn't drop another thing with Metro between I am I was and her loss, did he? No, he did. He dropped that little yeah. EP thing. Oh uh, no, he dropped um two Savage Mode two, oh, right? Yeah, 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 you're right, you're right, you're right. Yep. Okay, so yeah, uh, what we've gotten from in between his him putting out individually to now it's all been pretty consistent it's all been good music uh and i think it's pretty much fit all them the same yeah let's get this great uh we are great i got 7.5 i'll give it eight i'll give it eight okay all right uh the next one we got kid cuddy uh kid cuddy insano is it insano or insano i think it's insano insano yeah, let's let's go with Insano. Um, new album from Cuddy. It's been a 
couple years since his last one. Uh, I was pleasantly surprised by this, man. It's I've written this back, and it's very rare for me to do a rap album. So I don't know if you would consider this rap, but I've run this back at least like a good seven, eight times. It's a very good Shit. album to me. Yeah, I, I was surprised. It, it's it's a good amount of songs on here that I'm gonna go back to and rock with. And I kind of like this style. I feel like this was more like um. Uh, he has more trap on here than he would usually have while also mm-hmm. having some more of his older sound. I think it was a good combination. Um, so yeah, I was pleasantly surprised because I was, I was ready for it to be some mid and it was, it was actually pretty good. Yeah, same. I mean, I was a big Kid Cudi fan, but I had kind of accepted that his songs would never like he was just on a slope down but this like opened my eyes like from the beginning i was like okay maybe it's just a good couple songs and it's just kept going i was like all right well this is a pretty good album and then mm-hmm. once i got through the whole thing i was like yeah that's a that's a great album like uh like you said with the the mix of stuff that's one thing i had written down i said uh it was such a mix of different themes and emotion that kept you kind of interested it's what 21 songs mm-hmm. it's easy to get bored with a sound at, at that point but i felt like every song had a different sound like there were some similar sounds but every song had like a different really a theme so i really enjoyed this one yeah yeah no i mean i, I tapped into it for a little bit when i heard it, i was pleasantly surprised i was glad somewhat surprised to hear it was a gangster gorillist um mm-hmm. yeah and I, and I think that part helped me out a little bit to want to listen to it a little bit more so i'm gonna finish it out though but so I was I was pleased with what I heard so far. Yeah. Yeah, this one I'm putting at 8.5, man. Like, I don't Shit, know if he's grading this, but I, I'll get us 8.5, dog. And that's not the bias talking, because I'll keep it real. The yeah. last couple of Cuddy projects been trash. But, like, I listened to this coming home from the airport. I was like, damn, this shit is really good, bro. No, so, yeah. Salute. Uh, I guess we could touch on the K-Camp, if niggas got any thoughts quickly on that one. I still gotta listen to it. I'm gonna check it out today though. K Camp is pretty consistent though, so it's gonna be mm-hmm. some some shit on there. K Camp really don't miss. You always know you're gonna get one or two. Eh, I'll be generous. Three or four vibe songs on there. How's his voice? Because I did listen to one song. I listened to the I think the first song, and I was like, his voice is sounding a little different. Because I know he had that throat surgery or something like that. I was hoping <laughs> he didn't sound the same he did on the first track I listened to throughout the album. Maybe it was just no, that uh, one particular one. It sounded regular to me. Yeah, yeah. Okay. He, he sounded regular. It sounded like old K Camp. All right. Yeah. Also, we got a uh, Kali Uchis. Congratulations to Kali Uchis, by the way. Uh, her and Don Tolliver got a kid on the way. So, hey, man, congr- congrats. That's mm, a good so. one, Don. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody listen to to her album or? Cadis or Cadis? Nah, is this an all Spanish album? Oh yeah, it looks like it. Uh, I'll check it out. But uh, yeah, I listen to Bad Bunny albums and fucking J Balvin, so I'll, I'll check this out. Yeah, I'll be able to listen. Yeah, so. Uh, that's about it, man. Unless anybody got any other singles or albums I want to talk about. Mm, I know we got a random Iceware Vezo single, Porn Walk. I fuck with that a little bit. Drum dropped a new single when she calls. Mm. 
that's good to listen to, get around to. Um, trying to see if there are other any singles that might have dropped while we were gone. Little Nas X dropped some. Y'all listen to it? No, Jesus. Oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, oh, I, I see what you down. did there because it's Jesus. <laughs> nah, with the Jesus shit. Yeah, yeah. no, nah, I, I, I didn't. I'm not even one of those like super religious like, like one of those people that really you know is on that type of time. Mm-hmm. But if you're gonna use it as a promo tool, how that how that be good, bro? Don't, have, don't drop some mid. <laughs> um. Yeah, it's a lot of people that are very upset with him. Kaiser not even like snapped on him saying God is gonna punish him and stuff like that. Uh for those that don't know, Lil Nas X dropped an album called what, J Christ? Yeah, mm-hmm. J Yeah. Yeah, and on the album art, like he's getting crucified and stuff like that, and just felt all cheap. And yes, yeah, it it flopped. It didn't yeah. even chart on the top two hundred. <laughs> he was crossing over uh, the devil. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, he dropped a video today. <laughs> he dropped a video today saying, like, yeah, I, I messed up. I tweaked. Like, normally I, I try to act unbothered, but yeah, this shit really getting to me. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, I messed up. I, I take it back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he just, he just tweaked, bro. So, uh, I don't know, man. Any other thoughts on that? Nah, I'm going to pray for him. No. <laughs> yeah, you know God ain't listening to that. Don't no prayers about that nigga. <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah, man. I guess we can get into shout outs, man. Uh don't know what you got, G. Uh I'ma shout out uh some of these NBA coaches that's bucking back at the uh at these refs in the NBA, man. <laughs> I am I am enjoying it. Uh, to, that Toronto's coach when he was spazzing, that shit was hilarious to me. <laughs> and, uh, Mike, uh, Mike Brown bringing out the laptop. Y'all see that shit? Yeah, the show that was <laughs> yeah. yeah, I like that, man. I like to see it. I, I don't think it's gonna change nothing, but I, 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 I like the uh, press conference uh, freakouts. Keep them coming. I would fuck with the Raptors coach if he didn't say Scotty Barnes was the face of the league. <laughs> man, he might believe it. <laughs> that shit is nuts. <laughs> People love Scotty Barnes for some reason, man. I haven't watched enough of his uh, play for me to make a decision. I, I can tell you, I don't. <laughs> but he's cool. Like he, he play hard. I say that. Yeah, so. He play uh, hard. <laughs> any other any other thoughts? <laughs> no, no. That's that's all I got. I right, see so what you got. Um, shit. Uh, I guess I'm gonna send a shout out to Ryan Garcia. Uh, he announced a baby and a divorce all within an hour. So uh, that's a life change. Yeah. <laughs> see, I guess he announced the baby first, and then the hour put up another post on IG like respect our privacy. We getting divorced. Um, oh, oh, that's how it goes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Draymond. He said he was so frustrated over himself. He almost retired. So, Ooh, Ooh, I wanted to talk about that bitch nigga, man. This nigga, he is a. De- oh, I hate this motherfucker. This dude was really <laughs> acting like he was going through some shit, bro. Like, no, just stop wanting to fight motherfuckers sitting in this man cave for two days, ignoring his children. You a bitch ass <laughs> nigga, man. Real <laughs> shit. He said- he said he didn't pick up a basketball for 10 days. Shit, probably the best thing he could have ever did. <laughs> he was sitting there. And then, uh, hey man, shout out to Meg. 
Shout out to Meg Stallion. She apparently is a part of some cease to awkward PSA campaign and gets got it real about the pressures of being the strong friend and being a strong person and reminded us that it's okay to not be okay. Thanks. I really want to play this little clip. It's like 45 seconds because they had some moments that I did have to laugh. So like they say, it's you overcome some things, ah, but it's okay. You know how Meg just be doing random man? Yeah. Shout out to Meg, man. Yeah. Uh, anything else? Nah, that's it, man. Uh, I got a couple. Oh man, I got a reverse one for the niggas that booed Jerry Cross, man, at the Bulls game. That was fucked up, man. Yeah, they had the widow cool. crying and shit. That was kind of <laughs> fucked up. But it was yeah, funny in right. a moment. Me and my pops was laughing, but it, it, it was fucked up when I look back. <laughs> Can't say that. Hey, man, me and my pops was dying, but yeah, y'all were wrong as hell. <laughs> yeah, man, that was fucked up. Um. Oh, shout out to that nigga that told the story about Stevie. I guess Stevie Wonder used to be an asshole and want to fight all the time. So, like, he used to fight his bandmates, but they would have to blindfold the bandmates. And that story was hilarious. And I wish somebody made that into a movie. Um, them no, having to no. fucking <laughs> blindfold the <No>. nigga. <laughs> but they said that Stevie was always winning all the fights because, I mean, if you blindfold a nigga, his height, his senses don't get heightened. Like he's just a nigga that can't see. You want to like X Men, bro? I'm so mad at everybody who else was in that situation who enabled them enough to tie a blindfold. If Stevie wanna wanna fight me, he gonna have to fight me with my two good eyes. Man, I'm yanking that shit off immediately. Man, <laughs> real shit. Hey, we about to if really Stevie do what? If he land one shot, I'm taking off that blindfold. Yeah, fair. <laughs> it's a wrap. <laughs> nah, and the thing is, Stevie. he won't see me do it. <laughs> they said Stevie had hands, bro. He's like Daredevil and shit, bro. <laughs> like, so, salute to that. Man, Stevie would have never played piano again, fucking with a nigga like that. That's what I'm Short shout out to Lamar Jackson, two time MVP coming up, man. Get get it done, bro. Because if you lose that first one, you know what they're going to say. And I don't feel like hearing that shit. So get the shit done. Yeah. Uh, and final shout out, man, to my uncle. Uh, that's what the reason I was in Chicago this week. Um, I had to go to a funeral. He passed away this this uh, break that we had. Um, just going to say, man, respect and love you, man. And taught me a lot during my life. And one, one big thing that I learned over this past couple weeks, man, just live life, bro. Don't have no regrets, and life is short, man. So, you gotta live and love every day, man, no matter what. So, uh, love him and rest in peace to him. And man, we gonna keep it going. We gonna keep living, man. Yeah, great way to end the pod, my brother. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, anything else to say before we get up out of here? Aisha Curry, you shouldn't have told us Steph had a foot fetish. You wrong for that. That's not. That's not Coretta, you. Mm-hmm. For sure. Keeping it seat. Yes. <laughs> keeping it safe. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> no, we can use that in 2024. Keep it safe, man. Keep it safe. Keep it safe, man. Oh, but all right, man. Uh, we appreciate everybody for listening, man. Uh, who y'all got in the games today, man? Um, Who is it? I'm going to go Bills and who else is it? Eagles. I'm going to use Bucks. Oh, oh God. God. I guess, man. I know they're gonna lose. They're gonna get the dog shit beat out of the stomach. I'm I'm going Eagle Steelers. I think uh, Josh Allen gonna be doing some foolishness 
uh, in this cold weather. So I think the Steelers going to pull it out. Yeah, I hope the Steelers win so the uh, Texans don't have to play the Ravens next week because uh, I can't I can't watch that. I can't have two of my sons go against each other. Uh, but yeah, I'll go Steelers. Realistically, Eagles gonna win, but I'm here for the chaos. So let's shake it. Let's shake it, shake, shake it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, man, we appreciate y'all for listening, man. We'll holler at y'all next week. Man, yes, sir.